Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com. Or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and today I'm joined by Lawrence Connolly. We're looking at the 3-2 victory over Livingston Lawrence. What do you make of it as a whole? I mean, we were looking pretty comfortable for a spell there. All of a sudden, a goal comes out of nowhere and then we're, you know, we're under the cosh. Top of the league. Top of the league, indeed. Yeah, second half, you should say, it came out of nowhere. That was, was that the first shot that came? Uh, and after Cracking that... Cracking strike. yeah. Thought Brownie was a bit slack. He sold his cell on it, you know, to give them the room. But 
I'm happy with three points, happy at the top of the league. Taylor got a lot of the ball. He got a, Yeti, a hell of a lot of the ball, didn't he? A Yeti, what, what performance for it. Fem, you know, once he's right up to speed, you could see him tired. Once he's up to speed, you're like, the way he's dropping in and linking the play, he's a strong boy. You know, he's got good feet. Upper body well. strength, Lawrence. Uh-huh. You know, I think the first couple of times we've seen him, he looked as though he was maybe carrying a few pounds, but he, he is, he's quite a, a sturdy unit. Um, we'll run through some of the individual performances and obviously we invite as many comments as possible via YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. So get involved. Uh, what was your, uh, what were you happy about? Who was your, your performances when you're looking at man of the match? Who do you think that had the best performances within the Celtic side? And do you have any concerns about the fact that we've we've kind of struggled in terms of the scoreline against St Mirren and Livingston? What I mean by that, Lawrence, is, you know, the last minute there, 15 seconds to go, and there's a free header six yards out the boy, it hits the back of his head. But if he connects to that, it's a 3-3 draw. And, you know, that's my concern where... We should have been miles away from Livingston when we were 3-1 up. We're talking about making a well, triple substitution. Then Lenny thinks better of it because of that, that cracking goal. We'll run through the performances. Let's start off with um, the player you mentioned, Taylor. Uh, it gets a lot of stick. Did anyone have more of the ball than Greg Taylor in, in that entire game? He gets a, a lot of touches for a Celtic player, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know what his ball retention is, but he seems to find the hoop jersey a lot. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always beat a man, but you don't always need to. You, you know, he's got another assist. I think it's a solid performance from him. He hasn't let us down. No, I don't think he has let us down. I mean, we keep going on to the fact that he's adapting to the attacking play of Celtic. We are on the attack. This is the frustration about that scoreline. We're on the attack constantly, and then they pull that, that goal out of the bag. Cracking goal, can't yeah. take anything away from the boy, what a strike. Um, there's a bit of stick coming in for Barca, so we'll have a look at that. Could he have done anything about it? It's come off the underside of the bar, isn't it, and it's way in. It's a, it's a cracking goal. I, I would say more Brown, I think Brown's sold his cell and it's given the boy space to hit it. You know, you what's it, about 20 yards out? It's oh, over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the boy's had a fair amount of pace, it's come off it. If he saved it, you're going to say it's a wonderful save. You know, maybe another day he does save it, but he, he didn't today. And I don't think I'd fault the goalkeeper for that. That you know, the boy's got space to hit it in. Mm. It's coming off the underside of the bar. You know, you, you know, it's a difficult one to save. I think it's travelling at pace. So, Barca's performance in general, he's claimed a few balls. He's, he's shouting. His distribution's good. Mm-hmm. You know, Not scared to get the ball at his feet. Yeah. So I, I think. Yeah, I think Barkas has done all right. I wouldn't blame him for the goal. No. I'd have to blame Brown for it. We'll have a look anyone. at the, the reaction that we're getting through the social media, Lawrence, and, and obviously we'll go through as many as possible. I think, first and foremost, Gary Sked is commenting that it was a class finish, and you, you can't deny that. It was it was a quality strike. And uh, the, the problem I've got with that is we were coasting at that point. 3-1 up. Looked we, as though we would probably get another goal. We're making changes. We're putting minutes into the legs of El Yanusi and, and Turnbull. And then I think all the plans are changed. Bruni sold himself, and I don't know if it's part of we were coasting, but Cham would get beat. But and then Brown's kind of got to thought, right? Cham's not there now. I'm the, I'm the, you know, the guy sitting in front. It's the edge of the box, and he sold himself. And I thought, geez, Scott, is this because we were coasting? Because Livy had all, had all for nothing up until then. In that half, you were sitting looking, going. You couldn't see where a goal was coming from from them. If anything, it's going to be Celtic with more goals. 
I think so. You, you mentioned that. We're 81 minutes into the game. Brown loses the ball. It was the second time he's lost the ball. And um, at that point, I actually said to you, just before then, perhaps we should take Scott Brown off. Aye. For all the arguments that we've seen, you know, his age, the fact that he's a booking away from a suspension, take him off and bring on um, any number of options Aye. on the bench. Yeah, definitely. It could have been a sub to get made, but it's three points. It's not often Scott slips up and, and causes a goal. It's, it's just a shame that a game that was looking as if we were going to score another goal gets a wee bit nervy at the end. It got a wee bit nervy, but you know the three points are important. We're sitting top of the league. We're certainly not going to be one of these uh, outlets that can continually slags off Neil Lennon. I was very critical of him after our Champions League exit, Lawrence. I stand by the comments he made back then. Am I getting concerned about it? I don't think I'm overly concerned, but I do want to see uh, a, the right blend. I want to see consistency of team selection as well. I think Lenny, you can see the team starting to knit together well. A Yeti, you know, between the let's talk about a Yeti's performance. Between the penalty box lines to back about forty yards, he's dropping, he's picking the ball up, he's coming deep, the play, he's, he's holding it, he can beat a man. He's, he's starting to know the runs of his mm-hmm. teammates. Mm-hmm. You can you can see right, he's going to work well in that Celtic team with those midfielders and with whoever his partner's going to be up front. I look at that performance today and I think to myself, Eduard on top of his game, a Yeti playing like that. That's what I, mean, I want. I want the two goal, strikers. That goal, I mean, it, McGregor, Christy, and when it's not about Ryan having a shot, he plays the easier ball and a Yeti, what a finish, first Superb time. Superb finish. Bang, didn't yeah. even think about it, that's back in the net. And even more important now that when you look at the scoreline, it does bring back a couple of the points I was going to make in relation to some of the decisions that were getting made. On 78 minutes, a Yeti protects the ball. Yep. He's protecting the ball and he's penalised by the referee. He couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe it. Well, the, the, the it was a poor performance. The ref didn't penalise him until a Yeti, you know, because a Yeti went down a little bit foul against him. Mm. He still got the ball. He managed to go up and it looks as if he's going to get a pass away a Celtic player on the attack and then it's a free kick against him. You're like, ref, why is it only a free kick when you think he's got the pass away? I, I, I don't, you know, maybe we need another camera angle to see what the ref said because I can't see why or what for. No, and um, I mean, it followed a few other um, absurd decisions. When you go back to 49 minutes, Sybold tackles Christie above the knee. I mean, it was actually it's above the knee. It's a red guard all day long. Yeah, I mean, I mean the power he put in there, that, I mean, <laughs> kicking back that mm. power, I'm not too sure what he's trying to do. The ball's, the ball's not that height. So exactly what he's trying to do, I don't know, but He's, he's hit him fairly high, you know. You know, luckily he's got his foot off the ground. He's almost injured himself. So aye, he's almost injured himself. But luckily, Ryan's got his foot off the ground, so he's not got injured. Mm-hmm. But you're going rev. It's got to be a red card. Yeah. It's. And then you've got Klamala near the end again. He gets booked, um, and it, it just seems. And this is where I get a bit concerned, Lawrence. And it's not about conspiracy theories, etc. And. Um, Everything, everything's always against us. But at three-two, right? The, the that type of decision, well, a long ball, a decision to be made, it'll always go against Celtic, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Klamalik is in. He takes the ball, and then the Liverpool player comes in. He has legs, mm-hmm. so it's not as if Klamalik's studs are up at going in towards the Liverpool player. The Liverpool player's never getting in touch with Klamalik's feet. So you're thinking, why have you given a free kick to Liverpool? Klamalik's come in and won the ball, and the Liverpool player's in late to him and against his legs. Yeah. That would be a free kick the other way, if anything. 
what we'll do, I'm not blaming that performance on the referee. And oh, what I'm what saying is we've, we've seen three victories this season. one nothing Dundee United, 2-1 St Mirren, and then today we are, you know, some of the decisions have been oh, absolutely bizarre. The free kick in the box. Yeah. No wonder Duffy's looking about and going, mm-hmm. the guy's got his arms up. He's all starting to feel Duffy all, all over, over Duffy. And you're kind of going... And it goes against Duffy. But let's talk about Duffy. Before I start going to the, the points coming in on the social media launch, Duffy is a different type of centre-half. When you look at uh, Ayer and Julien and the way that they play and the ball playing centre-halves, which we love, that's great. I just think when Duffy comes in here, you look at what he's doing at the corner kicks. Near the end, Turnbull flights the corner in. He's protecting himself with his own two players and then he's attacking that ball like he's like, you know. And it makes things he al- happen. He almost got 3-3 three and three today. He almost scored the so goal a couple I'm of disappointed he hasn't. So I'm expecting two... <laughs> From in the next, next game, game. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Duffy makes things happen. You know, it's maybe they're not sponsors now, but you know, Nike just do it. He attacks the ball early. It makes it happen. You know, he's a winner. He's going to drive the team on. He's got this determination yeah. about him. Yeah. You know, he's on a mission. Eh? He's I on a mission since he's come in at Celtic Park. It's a dream cut come true for him. He said, and he's making the best, of it, isn't he? Mm. You know, he, he's going to make sure this is. He, it's not for the want of trying with Duffy, is it? If, if something doesn't go right, he's giving it everything in every game. Let's have a look at some of the comments coming in, Lawrence, because they're coming in thick and fast. And I think the, the post-match, as much as any, is all about how people are feeling, what the comments are that they're they're making at this stage. Colin McKay via YouTube, things need changed up quickly. I think over the last couple of games, Lennon has uh, certainly given a lot of minutes to, to various players. I think... Within himself, he's bound to know what his starting lineup, his strongest starting lineup is. We're certainly not playing it at the moment. It, it comes to, I suppose, squad management. Everybody needs minutes. It's when you want your team to peak. You, you, every, you saw when Turnbull come on, he didn't do anything bad, but having Forrest at times were looking to occupy the same space. They were, yeah. Until they get minutes together in a game and know each other, where one wants to run, where somebody wants the ball. You need to develop your team over the course of the season, I think. Something needs changed. We're, we're top of the league. Our players are still very much a new team. When you're it's look, another one. It's another win. But see, when you look at some of the players who have come in and, and got some game time, um, they've performed well. And one of the players in particular is Olivier Encham. Now, his performance today, again, we, we were watching him pretty closely today. Yep. And he was class, you know, throughout the whole game yeah. and I know that um, the two players who were up for man of the match was El Hamid and, and McGregor listen I thought McGregor played excellently well I also think Encham was up there as one of the best performers I, he's starting to take responsibility to make things happen he's looking happier in the team isn't he mm. he's looking more assured and yeah he's a footballer he's going to make things happen for us I was disappointed actually to see him come on, come off because I thought yeah get Brown off and, and leave Cham on yeah, good performance from Cham. I thought Taylor done really well. You know, a lot of the ball. He's got an assist. He's finding Celtic jerseys with a ball. But McGregor money match, what about a jetty? You know, there's got to be a shout for a jetty in there, isn't there? That's the best performance he's had in a Celtic jersey, without a, a, a doubt. What I do say about McGregor a lot is he's so consistent, often people take it for granted, yeah. his level of performance. But he was involved in just about everything today. Yeah. He's, he's everywhere for us. You know, he's, he's often the, the fulcrum, isn't he, of any moves that we've got. But I thought a jetty, when he gets to match fit, you can see he's, he's tired. When we can get 90 minutes out, I'll be a jetty. You know, he, he's going to get that extra half yard soon. 
He is, and, and, and the prospect of him with Edward firing all cylinders. It is frightening, and it brings up, again, Clamalas come on, he's got himself involved, and Griffiths is still nowhere near that squad. Yeah, I mean, we, we all want to see Lee back playing football. He doesn't have long left in his career, and you don't want his career ending like this, or dropping down the league, so, you know, we want Lee back, but tell you what, he's, he is very much fourth choice. He is at the moment, and, you know, a few weeks ago I would have said, if uh, Griffiths comes into the squad, he, he goes straight into to number three in terms of the th- third choice. But Clamalla's working well, he's working hard, and, you know, there, there was a few runs there that I think if he got more minutes, you know, he, he would have uh, got more opportunity. I, I, I think he's a he's an honest, hard-working striker. He doesn't uh, fill me with the same kind of excitement as Griffiths does around dead balls or, you know, changing a game. But at the moment, he's taking his opportunity, Lawrence, and yeah. Griffiths isn't available for selection. Well, Clamalla's 23. I know we got him in January, but he didn't really get any game time. I think he even covered that himself, why he had to go away and work on it, because he said in training he couldn't, he just couldn't compete. No. He had to go and bulk up and make sure he's in a position to compete, and he's come back that he is in a position to compete. He's a player I think will get better, he's 23. He's still got his prime ahead of him. I think he will. I think he will improve. And on the flip side, you've got, as you say, you've got Griffiths. You're looking at him at 30. I know that, uh, obviously, he's still training. It was good to see Tommy Rogic on the bench. Will we see Griffiths getting on that bench? Is he the next one to be reintroduced into the squad? I think we'll have Griff back. I'm not too sure why Eddie... Eddie wasn't on. Is he carrying an injury? The refs don't give him any protection. No. Certainly played a lot of football between ourselves and France. Yeah, France under twenty ones. You know, you can see Griff coming in, but it's such an important season. It's everybody's got to earn their place, haven't they? There's no sentiment. I think the big thing for me, there's always a bit of sen- sentimentality when you're talking about Celtic, Lawrence. But the thing with me with uh, Rogic and Griffiths was to get those two up to a standard somewhere around what they're capable of doing then they're two guys who can well, contribute to the squad throughout the, the five tournaments that we're still in. Definitely. I mean, there's sentimentality when you're talking about Celtic, but I don't think when you're Neil Lennon picking a the team, there's room for it. No. You know, uh, I, th- I think he's got, he knows, you know, it's 10 in a row. It's maybe our fourth and fifth treble we're going for. There's a lot of pressure on this team. They're probably the only team in Scotland that's playing under this level of pressure. Oh, yeah. Because nobody expects Rangers to do anything. No. They're playing almost pressure-free. They don't get any hassle from the press. They're almost pressure-free from them. Celtic have had this for what, the past six years, unrelenting pressure on these players, where you're expected to win everything. And if they don't, you've not done a treble. <laughs> you, 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 you know, which was really, they're looking at the only going, you didn't do a, a treble when Lenny was first, in my, first time round. I doesn't do enough in cups. You, you know, it's, it's a level of pressure that no other club in Scotland's having it lovely. It's a huge, it's a huge level of pressure. We are going for treble number four and five in a row. We're going for ten in a row. And uh, we're also expected, obviously, to perform in Europe as well, Lawrence. Speaking to James McDonough of uh, Edinburgh City the other night, it was interesting when I asked him the question about bleeding in young players against winning every domestic honour. Looking at the League Cup, for example, where you might give people the opportunity. And he said exactly what you just said there just now. Neil Lennon will not want to be the manager remembered for breaking that domestic dominance. Well, th- that's the pressure he lives under, isn't it? Uh, any mistake, is. and any player that makes yeah. a mistake. It's not just Lenny, it's any player that makes a mistake in any game. 
it's his fault we dropped. You, you know what I mean? It's Celtic have got such a great win ratio. It's his fault we dropped the points. It's his fault we didn't win the cup. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, mentally, I can see why they're putting a psychologist because it's got to be wearing on the players to oh. be carrying this for so long. And don't get me wrong, I think if we do 10 or on five trebles in a row, I don't think the pressure's going to change because every fan's going to want 11. And six trebles in a row. You know, if we do four trebles, then five, we're going to want six. We're going to want 11. It does continue. And, and it grows and it grows. But I suppose that's when you're making history, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's you're absolutely part, part right. Of it. Yeah, I mean, that, that um, the strength of character, and I do think we've got that strength when some of the guys we've mentioned already in terms of Callum McGregor and Scott Brown, Jamesy Forrest, who came on as did his brother for, for Livingston today, this afternoon. These guys have been through this time and time again, and they've got the metal, and it's about ensuring that the people who are coming in either have the passion or, you know, they're striving to be winners to ensure that they know what it's all about. Because Celtic have to win in any game, every single game anyway. But when we're looking at the domestic dominance, Lawrence, you don't you don't want to break that. You look at Taylor coming in, for example. If he was to read the paper or listen to the phone-ins, he must think he's the worst left-back in Scotland. But a wee guy never hides. No. He's got a goal, I think it's four assists this game. If that continues for the rest of the league, he'd be sitting on something like seven goals for a season and... Uh, and 20 odd assists you'd be going phenomenal return and, and for his ratio oh, yeah. of assists and goals mm-hmm. for a full back mm-hmm. or, or a left wing back he's doing marvellous we but talking, if we pick up the paper and listen to it Chacho he's the worst guy in Scotland yeah I mean we were talking before the game um, around the comments about Sir Alex Ferguson coming in as the Celtic manager and what we were talking about really is management and how yeah. Neil Lennon is managed and thereafter manages now, I think as a manager, Lennon will be looking at Taylor and he'll be quite happy with the contribution uh, today and, and most weeks. When you look at the ball retention, for example, I don't have the stats, but passes completed. Taylor had, I would argue, more of the ball than any other Celtic player today. I think so. It seems to He doesn't always beat a man, but you don't always need He's finding hoop jerseys. He's seems to do well happen. with Christie. He links the, up well the, with Christie. They were linking up well there, weren't they? And even with Ayer behind them, you, you saw a couple of times where Ayer had to come for the ball. And Taylor's making sure he's getting back round to sweeping in case Ayer doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're starting to grow an understanding and it only comes with game time. No, I you're right. It only comes with game time. Is Lenny going to be happy with Taylor? I think he's going to be over the moon. He would be happy but, but today. What did, what did it cost us? A million? A couple of million. Yeah. A couple of million. I, I think he's going to be over the moon with, with, with Taylor's performance. He's dependable. He's solid. He's chipping in with goals and assists. And, you and know, he's a left back. He's always looking for the ball. You, you get yeah. a lot of players who do their bit. There's, there's a way to hide, you know, yeah. you, you cut the angle out, oh, you couldn't see me, that guy, well, it's, it's your job to be seen, it's, mm-hmm. you, it's your job to make the angle, to make sure, or to make the extra yard, or Taylor doesn't hide, we seem, he we, we seem kind of left heavy, we rely a lot down the left at the moment, don't we? We're going a, a lot down the left, I don't know if that's because teams are a wee bit scared of Frimpong, and the, the, they're shown us down the left, if they're happier to put us down the left, mm-hmm. perhaps that's why, I don't know, but we're us as a team, we're certainly ha- happy to give Taylor. His teammates are happy to give him the ball. Yeah. So they're happy with his performance. They're they confident want, with him, yeah. You know, they don't need to lay the ball to him. They can look for a different pass. But they're all happy happy to give it to him. Well, Lawrence, we're sitting here top of the league. There's loads of comments coming through. We'll work through some of those. Unfortunately, this week, Lawrence, we don't have um, a musical accompaniment. We did last week with Danny Kelly. And we'll be working for match days, particularly after the game, on getting musicians in to play us a few tunes. 
Um, so even if you are a musician yourself and you want to come into the studio and get involved, just get in touch with me. Also, if you haven't done so already, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube. Everything a Celtic State of Mind does is free of charge and we'll continue to make it available on a daily basis and we've got big plans for other products and, and more content as we move throughout this uh, historic season. Now, Francie Dob LU who gets involved in these broadcasts uh, regularly via YouTube. No disrespect to Livy, but no way should he be scoring two at Celtic Park. Thought Turnbull should have been on earlier and Clamalla should have been paired with a jetty not replacing him. I do think we did call for the two strikers, um, you know, take someone off. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Maybe further, further back or one of the midfield players and, yep. and play with two up the front. Um, uh, yeah, it might have been surprised that he came off when he did as well. I think it would have been good to get 90 minutes Aye. into a Yeti. You could see he was tiring, but they left him off on because it's those extra minutes that make you fitter, isn't it? It's, you know, it, it, it's the last bit, it's pushing yourself on that will get you the gains. So I think Francis like it should, it should have been a Yeti. I'm surprised Kamala and not Eddie, but yeah, it should definitely have been two strikers. I had a team brown off for Tumble earlier, yeah. I, I can't disagree. Should they be getting two goals? Probably not, but you, you know that second one is—it's a cracking strike from the boy, isn't it? It's you've got to your hats off. Brown sold himself, and Cham's already beat. They're playing one two as well. You're going, Scott. You need—you you just need to sit here or pedal back a couple. You, you need—you're defending that edge of the box area now, and he sold himself. And I don't know if it's because it looked like Celtic had went into coasting mode a bit. It was three one. Livy haven't th- threatened all second half. If anything, you know, we're going to score goals for on five at that stage. You're, you're, you're sitting looking going, right, mate, well, Lenny was going to make the three subs at the one time. Yeah. You know, I think everybody thought this game's it's, it's done and dusted. It's put to bed, make three subs. The boy hits a cracking goal, doesn't it's it? A, it's a cracker and it's out of nothing, really. I yeah. mean, when you look at it, we are going to criticise and look for who to blame and but I mean it's a it's a great goal in many ways when we're talking about the Ferenc Varos goals and you're looking at the first one it's a cracking strike aye? we're looking yeah. at Barkas could he have done better but it's a cracking strike oh, cracking strike you'd be happy with that if you did and we won and, that, and I can understand league. I can understand why people are, are concerned because it's two slim victories against two clubs who'll be in the nether regions of this league come the end of the but, season but I, th- I think we often start the season slow and mm. we really get into your stride after Christmas. The worrying thing just now is, is the season going to go that long? Is, you know, we're often hitting our stride from Christmas, New Year onwards and we're just powering. Which is when you want to become a stride because you know that's when the, the, the prizes are getting handed out. Yeah. This season with a virus, who knows? Uh, I'd be more confident that this season finished if we're, we was going to be allowed to finish with a plain rugby because the Scottish government doesn't have 
problems with them breaking rules and allowing games yes, to go ahead. Yeah. But I, we're under a lot of pressure. I can see why people are going, no, this season might finish early and it's goals, it's points per game ratio. Mm-hmm. We, we, we need to be winning. But, you know, it's, it's top of the league. Let's enjoy it. The, the signs in that team you, that the players are starting to work well together. Ajay is just getting better with every game. Duffy let his standards slip. You know, he didn't get his, his, his customary goal. It's a bit disappointing. How many is he going to get this season? Come on, give me a prediction. I'm going to say 16. 16 from centre-half. I'd always remember Stevie Bruce was good for double figures from centre-half, wasn't he? Yep, aye. I'll and, say 16. For and interestingly fact. enough, Celtic had the opportunity to sign Steve Bruce from Norwich. Um, when we did our interview with Tom Grant, the former Celtic director, uh, there was a, a deal to be done. And I, I think Celtic balked at the asking price of 850 grand. So he goes on to Man U and wins numerous so, titles, etc. So Magic with Tom. Man United, you know. 850 yeah, grand. Remember that time to be a chance McGrath as well? Paul McGrath, um, some of the other players that Celtic could have signed. Peter Beardsley. Yeah, he was, he was super keen to come. And that was when he? he went to Everton. Yeah, so he was, you know, he was at the top of his game. He obviously made a career for uh, Andy Cole later on at Newcastle. But he, I mean, you just reminded me there, Duffy. Yeah, he's got it in his locker to get double figures. So is Julian. It's the one area of the game for me for for Ayer that I don't think he's ever ever going to be that guy that's going to score a, a a header from a corner. He got a chance today. It's one area of his game that I I don't think he's got. He's not brilliant in there. He's getting headers on targets. But I tell you what, he created that goal. Mm-hmm. You know, he threw four players to him, just busting forward, 10 yards, yeah. bang. Livy's all over the shop after that. It's Tia Jetty. It's out to McGregor. He's got three or four yards and it's mm-hmm. back in there. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, it's kind of... He's not brilliant yet in there. Maybe Duffy will take him for some training. Duffy's so look, This is what class. you want to be doing. This yeah. is how you want to be attacking the ball. Because I remember uh, McAvenny talking about this. One time mm. Celtic centre halves were struggling mm-hmm. and Billy McNeil was manager and he turned them back and he was like, right, throw the ball in. And McNeil was just standing in the six yard box attacking everything and winning it and going, this is what you do. And maybe that's all I need is to maybe Duffy and Duff's going, look, this is how you attack the ball. This is how you need to run at it. Listen, when it comes to a partnership as well, often that's exactly what you're looking at. So the deficiencies in one player are kind of shored up in the other player. You, you can't have the same kind of players throughout no. the team. You, you, you need strengths, don't you? Everyone's got their own strengths and weaknesses. You spoke about Big Billy there, God bless him. Um, but I was pushing for us to to bring in Henrik Larson as the striker coach for that very reason. Yeah. You know, lead by example. And obviously, somebody else we thought it was a good idea. Yeah, uh, Larson would be good. But what's Big John Hartson up to? Him in the air. Jeez, Can I just say, everything. I asked John the question. He said he would walk to Celtic Park to do that job. Listen, he wins. Uh, uh, you, yeah. Maybe it wasn't the best trainer when it wasn't mobile, but I ball up to it. They could put three three players on him, and John Hartson's winning that in there. The Whether it's ma- a knockdown, a flick aye, on. The big man's he looking just, in good shape now. He's lost a couple of stone. Aye, yeah. He likes his chairs, he's like me. He doesn't go with green, though. He, he seems to go with his hammer's colours for it. He likes but, the purple, why? Aye, I would get, uh, I'd get Big John in as a striker coach. Yeah, and what a career he had. Luton, Arsenal, what was it? Cup Winners Cup or UEFA Cup when he was 18 or something? Cup Winners Cup. 
I mean, see the thing with, with Big John, I, I've asked the question because obviously he's got the link to Lenin as well. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know, Lenin seems to want to do his own thing in that respect. But he had that opportunity and I did mention Larson and that was down to the fact, not just the first team, but we were, we're not producing strikers, goal-scoring strikers at Celtic. Same argument could be said with goalkeepers and centre-halves in actual fact. If you look down at all the players that have come through. But um, I thought it would have been a good move and... In this season of all season, it gives you the feel good factor. But he's away with, with Koeman at Barca. Yeah, it would have brought a huge lift to the club, Henrik Larson coming back. Because I don't think he's ever going to be a manager of any repute. But a guy of that calibre, of that stature, in about the club, to coach it, the players. It, it brings a lift. When you talk to, like Danny, he's obviously had a big impact on what Frim Pong's done. Mm-hmm. And, and Danny says he doesn't coach up, but he still goes up to training. Yeah. And he has a word with him. Whatever, Danny, you know, can you learn from a better player? I know. And, it, and it's the same with Larson, could you learn from a better exactly, player? Exactly, exactly. You know, but Danny's words of wisdom did not work with Amido Baldi. That's for sure. Uh, he certainly uh, he tried his to best. say about him, He tried his best. <laughs> now, on the subject of a Yeti, Stephen, welcome back. It's good to see you, pal. And you're saying a Yeti, Gary Hooper, number two, so alike. You know, I would go a wee stage further than that and say that a Yeti's deeper playing, you know, actually coming back it's to make some ham is actually better. I, I would say, yeah, he's going to be miles better than Hooper. He's more I of think, a complete player. Definitely. I think more of a complete player and he can hit a higher level. I th- I th- you can see why he's went from big money. I'm not too sure what West Ham done with him when he got there. You're a bit going... And some Hammers fans I talked to are going, why didn't we get a chance to see him? Well, you look at that finish today and Stephen goes on to say a Yeti already looking great value for money. Totally agree with that. I did say when we looked at the, the signings this pre-season and going into the early part of the season, Lawrence, that we adopted we adopt our game a bit. You know, the calibre of players we're bringing in, a Yeti at five million. I mean, that that's a tremendous bit of business. We needed a bit of freshness about the squad. We definitely need to bring in quality. I don't know what kind of wages they're coming in, but we still need to keep a structure. Mm-hmm. And Lenny's great at spotting a player and a spotting a bargain. I think he's done it, you know, certainly done it at Hibs. He's done it when he was at ourselves first time. First time around, some did, of the players he brought in. Uh, you no know. chance at Bolton. You, you, you know, he, he totally picked the wrong club. But yeah. is there a man, I'm trying to think of manager that's better than Lenny at spotting players bringing him on, developing him, selling him for money. He's got a cracking track record. You look at the lineup against Barca in 2012, very much uh, a Neil Lennon assembled side and you look at the, the personnel there and obviously that's been dismantled. But some of the some of the buys in that side, Chris Commons, what was it, 300 grand? Yep. You know, the, the, I know he's not everybody's cup <laughs> yeah. of tea now, but for value for money, I mean, Mikael Lustig, couple of million quid, you know, he was, went on. Was Lustig a couple of million? Was aye, he free? And he went on. He went on to, to win eight titles, you know. Oh, the list like outstanding, you know. And, and it goes on and on and on. And some of even the, the less fancied players, because I know that the centre-half pairing against Barcelona that night was Kelvin Wilson and Effie Ambrose, who made an appearance today. But they boys done a job for us. Definitely. And, and Kelvin scored against Rangers, did he? Did I can't they? remember if he, if he did. They disappeared before team, he got the chance. Yeah, I mean, from Forest. The one Big Effie, I like Effie, and, and I still do like Effie. He plays the game with a smile on his face. What age is he? Twenty three. Yeah, not too sure. But, uh, he played okay today. I've got to say. He, don't know, he gave um, away a couple of free quick kicks. He could have been yellow carded for on the ref. But I, I was at the end of my teller. By the time he left, I was ready for him to leave. I've got to say. I, I think the Celtic fans. It's easy to 
because it, to jump on the bandwagon of Scottish media starts pushing. They've definitely got an agenda when it comes to Celtic defenders and or, or Celtic players. Forever they've had it. I can remember when Stuart Slater signed and then it was his first goal in 13 or 14 games and they were criticising a winger for taking so long. Yeah. The Rangers had spent four and a half million on Duncan Ferguson and had another goal in that, in that number of games. We're still but there was nothing in the press. No, no. You, 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 you know, so I think we, we need to be careful that we don't jump. We're not the traditional media's agenda. We don't become part of the narrative. No, you're right. Look at Fergus McCann when he stopped at 10. The booing when he un- unveiled the flag. Mm. We'll, 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 I think as a support, sometimes we've got to be a wee bit more switched on and a bit give our give a bit more support to the players than we do. Than we do. No, you're right, and we do try that. The balance is you don't become a sycophant, and and everything that we do is not always great. And if we play yeah. bad, we've got to speak about that as well. No, there's a balance to be struck. Yeah, but you know, let's be constructive and mm-hmm. realise the. Not everybody's going to be Henry Larson or, or, or Virgil van Dijk, but it can still be successful for us. Now, a wee point I'd like to make um, in relation to the, the tackle after 49 minutes, sibled above the knee on Christie. Um, should have been a sending off, if you ask me. Was it any worse than the tackle on Morelos when he got a wee plaster on his knee? It's way worse. <laughs> it's way worse. Going back I, to what you say, the narrative it, since that was worse. it was the worst tackle we've ever seen in Scottish football. Well, I don't even all think that was a free kick because mm-hmm. the boy's clearing the ball. How does his leg not continue forward? Well, we see against Mar- you know he's clearing the ball. How does his leg not continue forward? Well, we see Christie's um, challenge. Will we see that all week from every possible angle? Probably uh, not. No, it, it, it won't be mentioned. It, it won't. It's a sending off. It was a shocking week. tackle. Yeah, it was it, shocking. It's, it's a sending off. I yeah. don't know what the boy's trying to do. What he thinks he's trying to do. He's, he's completely lost it, and it's a red card. Now, I'm not using this as an excuse. We won today, so. It, you're always best to, to comment on the uh, performances of the officials when you've won the game, so you can't be accused of uh, sour grapes. So I thought they were dreadful today. I thought when you're looking at Douglas Ross on the on a touchline, he wouldn't even move out the way for Taylor, Greg Taylor, Taylor to take a, a throw in. But he also didn't, he doesn't let Taylor steal yards, which is fine. It's got to be from here. A minute or two later, Levy's got a throw down there, mm. and he can take it from where they want. And you, 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 it's the, the contrast in penalty decisions. The second half, there's loads of wee decisions. Duffy, why it was a free kick in the box, you know, when he's attacking the ball, who knows. The boys' Ayeti, arms were all over him. Ayeti, the boys all over him, but he still managed to keep the ball a free kick against Clamalla. I know. The, the angle Clamalla's getting in it, his studs are never up. The Levy player's never in danger. He's never getting it. The Levy player runs into Clamalla's legs after Clamalla's got the ball. And you, you, I fail to see where the foul is. If anything, it's a foul the other way. Yeah. The Levy player shouldn't be making contact there. There was a genuine bemusement about Clamalla's expression when that was given. Let's have a look at some of the other points coming through. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved via Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Kenny McAdam, welcome to the show, Kenny. Uh, Coast three points are all important, but the way the team is being managed concerns me. That said, Ayeti looking sharp, looking forward to him and Eddie playing up together. Hopefully Lennon feels the same. I think he cannot fail to feel the same. I mean, when you see Ayeti today, the goal aside was, was superb. But the way he was coming deep to to make things happen impressed me. Definitely, it, it, a lot of that's down to Lenny. He's, you know the amount of game time he's given him. You know when he's not been right up to to to, to speed, so he's getting better and better with every game. I think uh, he's linking up well with everybody. The strength he's got to hold it. He's talented with his feet, with his close control. Yeah, Albina yet is going to be a superstar for us. I think. 
No, I think you're right. And now, Kevin Graham, I've not hit full stride yet, you know, when you're looking well, at the Celtic still, side. He's still way short of being on the top of his game. You can see that. Good. That's why he gets subbed. He's that's, way that's short of being able to last 90 minutes. Yeah, that's an important performance for him this season in terms of his own fitness, you know. Yeah. And he's done well. That goal was just brilliant. We'll be watching that <laughs> And for how years good to come. was it from Ryan when it wasn't about taking the shot? It was the touch. You mentioned it, it, it that. It. It's one of the biggest... Um, Criticisms of Ryan Christie, isn't it? He plays for himself. You hear a lot of people saying that and people commenting uh, on the on the show all about Christie playing for himself, looking for that move. But when he plays that simple ball in, it's brilliant. Yeah. It, it, it makes great, all the difference. Aye. It, it, you, you only want to play the single ball there. You know, he takes the touch and he's already knows he's playing the pass. He hasn't lifted his head to see if he can get a shot off. He just kept it really simple. <laughs> yeah, you're like... Bang. Quality. Kevin Graham, we'll see you back in here on Monday, Kevin. Credit to Lennon for his subs. He allowed us to get control of the game again before bringing on Turnbull and uh, El Yunusi. Turnbull movement looked good. It was difficult because he wasn't on a pitch long, but I was impressed with what i seen. I, I like Turnbull. I think Kev's right. His movement was good. When we, when him and Forrest get used to each other, because there was, there was times they were just looking to be in the same space in the park, didn't know where the run was coming, where the other wanted the ball, but yeah, Turnbull looks, he's a confident player, so he should be. He's played in this league for a number of seasons with Motherwell. Mm-hmm. He's got loads of minutes under his belt. Mm-hmm. He slotted in, he didn't look out of place. You know, we played a lot of money for him, we would hope he didn't look out of place. But yeah, happy with what I've seen of him. Let's hope he gets more minutes and, and he's a goal-scoring midfielder, so let's hope he starts scoring for us and no I think he will it's all about just getting to know your teammates as well there's a few occasions you pointed out where him and Forrest were probably in the same area of the pitch and it's just about getting that understanding Lawrence and then I think he'll be flying I think he'll be great value for money Turnbull definitely definitely big season you know let's hope it that's the thing they change the cup he could actually win two cup medals two Scottish cup medals a league cup and a league medal this season in his first season with Celtic now we do get a few Hibs uh, we do get a few Hibs fans coming in. Yep. Uh, Paul Cockwell's joining us today, so welcome in. And obviously, there is a, a fairly important game tomorrow. What do you? How do you see that one going then against the two teams below Celtic in the league? So, Hibs haven't lo- lost a goal from open play. I don't think the Rangers haven't lost a goal. It's going to be is it nearly all over it, or it's a, it's a big game. Mm. Hibs are flying. Yeah, definitely talented. I'd expect. Yeah, you know, I'm obviously hoping for a a Hibs victory. Uh, you know, I think Hibs have been great this season. You know, and Rangers played in Gibraltar. Obviously, not the toughest game for them, but I, I think Hibs will, will benefit from that. I think Hibs will. I can see Hibs winning by one or two goals. Well, I think. What I'll say, I won't commit um, to Hibs winning, but I certainly think they'll take something from the game, Lawrence. Um, I've been a big fan of uh, Jack Ross for ages. I've said that, you know, people used to criticise me because they didn't think he was Celtic class, and he probably isn't at this moment in time, but I just see potential in Jack Ross uh, to progress again. The move down to Sunderland was a brilliant move for him. Couldn't possibly turn it down. I think they were premature in getting rid of him. There's a wee bit of favouritism because obviously his assistant is John Potter, uh, fellow High Valleyfield under 14 teammate of mine so I love to see John doing well I think him and Jack have got a good understanding and I can see them getting something tomorrow might yeah, be a draw definitely. as you say I mean they're both performing well defensively and it, it will come down again you, you've got the home advantage of Hibs and I'll be watching that game with interest I think Hibs have got goals in them though I, I don't know if 
Rangers, you know, they've been on a great run keeping clean sheets, and I think this is where it comes to an end. It, you know, it's going to end somewhere. I think Hibs are the team that they're probably going to be the strongest in attack that they've faced this season. Will poor wee Morelos get that wee plaster removed from his leg, do you think? For uh, scratch? I, will he get on the park? Will he get a... Well, what he is, he may even get to hit a penalty, but oh, maybe just being paranoid at thinking that that would be a good bet for tomorrow. Well... I'm not a betting man, as you can see. I actually predicted that we would win 7 nothing today. The only thing I got right was Celtic's first goal scorer uh, from McGregor, who, for me, was by far and away the best man on the pitch. But there were other good performances. Lawrence, not happy with the scoreline, I've got to say, at Celtic Park. If we had won 3-1, I think I'd have been a lot happier. It was just one of the goals, you know, from absolutely nowhere. Cracking strike. Um, but I'm looking ahead. I'm looking forward. I think we've got a strong squad. I want to see Griffiths coming back into that. And I still think we'll get one or two boys in as well. I think week in week you can see that team growing together. You can see the players starting to link up better. Mm-hmm. You know, especially Chase. I just think once he's get, can do ninety minutes, you know, once he's fully fit, get him and Eddie on the park. It, it's it's going to be great. Duffy's just he's settling that back line, isn't mm-hmm. he? Mm-hmm. Oh yes, Charm's growing in it, and he's starting to turn in performances that we know we should be getting from him every week. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think. We obviously know there's going to be a left back coming. Taylor came in as backup, didn't he? He's not let us down, he does well. As a young Scotch player, there's a lot of development left in him. I think we'll get somebody in, possibly in loan at left back if we don't buy someone. Potentially. You yeah. know, the, the English clubs will be looking to trim their squads soon. COVID's going to be having an effect on everyone, no matter how much money you've got. There'll be a deal to be done. Yeah, we've seen Ben Davies has been uh, quoted, Alfie Dotti has been quoted. Uh, there will be a deal to be done. And as you say, you can use the loan market to your advantage for a, a couple of bodies coming in. Um, will we see Griffiths, like Roderick, making an appearance on the bench? I still hope that we do. I still think that he can give you something. We, you Griffiths know. has got to play this season at some point. I hope so. But we can't have your Celtic career in like this, can we? You know, it's, he's a match winner. <laughs> Griffiths plays, you get goals. So, well, he was smiling during the week at training. He even joined one of our broadcasts during the week yeah. there, Lawrence, and uh, he was welcome because we're all big fans. But, you know, we win 3 2, we're top of the league, and we will join you all again on Monday for the Bulletin at 12.30. And you can catch us up on YouTube if you've joined the broadcast later. It'll also be out as a podcast later on tonight. All that's left for me to say is uh, keep joining us on these bulletins because it's uh, down to your contribution. Uh, that makes them so, so interesting, particularly if I'm flying solo. Today, thankfully, I wasn't. I was here with Lawrence Conley, so thank you very much again, Lawrence, for joining me on A Celtic State of Mind, sir. Thanks for having me. may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? 
Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's E-A-S-Y to 203-203. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy, and we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio was a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.